I'm a pirate, a bum, a rascal, and a thief. So many reasons to be proud of me. I don't own a nice car or a fancy home. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dining with Wolves. This is the podcast dedicated to the perseverance, grit, and determination that it takes to pull ahead in life when most of us feel as if the deck has been stacked against us. I am your host, Christian Paul, and today is February 10th, 2023. That might not mean fucking anything to any of you, but uh, when the clock strikes midnight tonight, I will have reached my 40th year on this planet, and as a celebration of this... Uh, aside from going to hang out with my uh, lovely twin sister. You guys didn't know I had a twin sister, but I do. I'm going to go hang out with her uh, tomorrow. I figured I would talk about a few key things that, I don't know, maybe I've, that I've learned in life so far. I really wanted to um, see if I could kind of like suss out some pearls of wisdom, if you will. Uh, I'd never claim to be the smartest guy or have everything figured out, but um, I know what not to do anymore. I'll tell you that. That's fucking for real. But first, I want to talk about something that flows kind of right in line with the episode today, and that is kind of like the the concept of time, okay? Uh, When we think about time, we tend to think of it in like a linear way to adjust and plan and like schedule our days. I mean, we all do it, you know, be it around, you know, work or the gym or like your kid's soccer practice or like a big meeting or like a presentation at work, setting alarms on your phone for this, that, whatever, right? You know, maybe you have to cancel plans in one place in order to be able to make plans in another place or something. You know, time time works that way for us. Um, you know, whatever the case may be, like we all utilize the clock. And why shouldn't we? It's how humanity works. It's how Americans work. It's just how things work, right? Or so we're told, right? But time itself doesn't time itself doesn't really exist. Uh, not on the plane that we believe it to be, you know? And so, you know, when I was like 13, uh, my mother was 41. Yeah, she was 41 when I was 13. And as we tend to do when we're, you know, stupid fucking teenagers, like preteen kids and whatever, you know, I saw her as like old. She was only 41, but I saw her as old because, you know, I had only been one decade and three years on this planet versus, you know, four decades and one year. And... As I look at the clock today, knowing that, like, that I'm going to turn 40 in about 14 hours, I can only, like, think to myself just how fucking wrong I was, man. And I don't want anybody to get me wrong. This isn't, like, a new revolu- like a new revelation for me. Like, that thought process has been in my head for the better part of my, you know, 30s. I just never really knew just how much time doesn't really exist and not in the way... Uh, that we think it does. Now, that's not to say that you shouldn't have, you know, a sense of urgency over your life and your goals, you know, and your bank account and the things you want to do and accomplish. But as I close this chapter, for me, uh, on my 30s, bro, I am still 18 in so many ways. I am still 26 in so many ways. I am still 30 in so many ways. There isn't a day that goes by where I wish, like, that I was back in those days because my life... While ripe with, you know, adventure and some really wild stories, one of the biggest reasons I started this show uh, was to tell those stories. Um, It was not a happy place a lot of the time, you know, and we can get into those things later. But 
through time, I grew to learn from like all of those pitfalls and bad decisions that I've made in my life. And I feel like, I, you know, I'm a much wiser man from it as you should be if you go through life and just continue on the same path over and over and over again. That's the definition of insanity. If you don't grow and learn, you're, uh, you're kind of wasting your time on this planet. You know, we're, we're, we are meant to grow. We are meant to learn. But when I talk about like still feeling like being like 18 or 26 or 30 or whatever, it's because I still have that kind of energy. I still have that kind of drive. Um, I'm still a, a foul-mouthed sailor. You know, I drop F-bombs like a motherfucker. And uh, I know that I'll regret to say this because eventually, you know, years later, someone's going to go back and be like, you still feel like that motherfucker? But I still feel young. Like, I still feel really young. Like, in my body, in my spirit, in my heart, in my, like, kind of have fun, whimsical nature about things, too. Like, I I feel very, very youthful. My older brother uh, told me when I was around 25... Um, it was just after my 25th birthday, actually. He said, uh, old injuries will come back and fuck you up. And I know I'm going to regret saying this again, but I'm still waiting for that to happen. He is nine years older than me, so that would have made him 34 at the time. And 34 for me was now six years ago. And I'm still waiting for that to happen. Don't get me wrong. I can tell <laughs> that I'm not actually 26. I can see it in the in the wrinkles in my face. I can see it in my, that I, I, I have a bad shoulder that still acts up once in a while. I can see it in um, many other facets, but, you know, the only real thing that I can think of is that I have a bad shoulder from all the years working on the boats in Alaska. You know, there's this old quote that comes from a guy named Tim Armstrong, and Tim Armstrong was a guitar player of a punk band in the 90s uh, called Rancid. I think they're still a band, and they're still around, but it was the 90s era that were, uh, they were, they were one of my very favorite punk bands of all time, you know? And I heard in an interview once, I don't remember what interview it was uh, so many years ago, but it stuck with me. He said, you didn't quit skating because you got old. You got old because you quit skating, and that is as true as ever for almost anything. Like, Tony Hawk is fucking 54, and he still skateboards. I'm sure he's not running through X Games trying to keep up with the fucking 20-year-olds, but the dude's still on that half-pipe, man, doing his thing. And the metaphor behind that is pretty clear to see, I, I think. Um, it's like your, your, your dreams didn't fail you. Like, you failed your dreams. You used age as an excuse as to a reason to stop pursuing, you know? You let someone somewhere put it in your head that you're meant to be like this way by this age and I've done this and this and this. And all the while, like a lot of like you listened and you let your skateboard sit in the closet. Um, I, I, I hope you guys are following what I'm saying. You know, there's no time limit on a goal. There is no um, prerequisite for who you're supposed to be at any certain age. Uh, because while time on this planet is in fact short... And you should definitely have a grand sense of urgency with your goals because you want to live a life that you see for yourself. You know, don't you dare listen to anybody who says like, you should, I'm doing air quotes, should be here by this age. You should have accomplished this. You should own this thing. You should be here with this wife or this husband and this amount of kids and they should be this age by this time and all of that bullshit. Fuck them. Colonel Sanders didn't even get his first chicken franchise until he was in his mid-60s. Do you guys know that? Most of you that listen to this would probably know that. So fuck what people think. 
But in all honesty, I hope you catch and find and live the life that you're searching for before your mid-60s. And I think you understand what I'm saying. He was 60. How old are you? You have time. Provided nothing horrible fucking happens to you, you have time. While I don't believe that 40 is some huge astronomical pivot in my life, there are things that I've learned and am glad to have learned earlier in life and have a bit of wisdom in them because I'm like, well, fuck, I am definitely not doing that again. Or fuck, I am definitely not trusting that person again. Or I'm not going to live on that side of town anymore. If you aren't a complete fucking retard, you have massed enough arsenal of lessons in your brain and heart that help guide who you are today. Help make help help you make the decisions that you make today based on the years you've lived. There are absolutely some things that I have learned and held on to over the course of my life that has helped, I guess you would say, like, steer the ship away from the storm. Like, steer the ship away from the rocks, if you will, you know? I have learned that there is no such thing as your best years. I truly believe that your best years will ebb and flow throughout your life and that there's no best set of years. Like, oh man, my 30s, those that was that was those were my best years, man. Or dude, fucking when I turned 20 to 30, dude, those were my best years. I don't believe in that. I believe that their best years are the ones where your heart and your soul have and find the most peace. And you're going to go through, you know, big pockets of desperation and money woes and maybe somebody cheats on you. But you're going to have these pockets of life that are going to strike you down and treat you like a piece of shit on the bottom of a shoe. Just getting stepped on and rubbed in and stepped on, washed out, forgotten about. It's going to happen numerous times inside your life. It's happened to me. It's happened to all the best people that I know. All of them that have gone on to do wonderful things were once a stumbling, blubbering idiot when it came to what they thought life was supposed to be, and they got shit on numerous fucking times. It happens to everybody, from the billionaire CEO down to the dude working at Starbucks. It happens to everybody. In my early 30s, man, I had five-bedroom house, you know, I had a movie theater room and a wet bar and an outdoor kitchen. Big old fire pit. Beautiful. Wonderful fucking place. But on the inside, like, my soul was in, like, an absolute tailspin. The five-bedroom house, you know, the fire pit with the outdoor kitchen, movie theater, all that shit, it was all actually a fucking prison. The outside looked really, really great, okay? But the soul, my soul, was dying. Okay, so on the outside, best years. Inside, absolutely dying you don't have a section of time that is your best years it's just where you find the most peace in little pockets throughout your life and you hold on to those spaces and you remember those spaces and times there's no such thing as your best years my mother is 68 years old now i think 69 years old and she feels like she's still rolling around like she's in her 30s there are no such thing as your best years. Another lesson that I learned is that I needed to let go of fucking all of it. I know that you fucking like blasted me in the face and embarrassed me in front of my girl, ex-girl, whatever. Fuck it. I know that you broke into my house and stole my musical gear and sold it for meth. Fuck it. I know that you spread vicious and untrue rumors about me 
because you had a deep-seated resentment for the accomplishments that I was making when you were still a little drunk fuckstick in your life. Fuck it. I just had to let it go. But I didn't let those things go for them. I didn't forgive them because they deserved it. I forgived them. I forgave them because I deserved it. Because I let go for me. You know, life is way too short to wait for apologies that you're not going to get. I said that statement before in, I think, episode 16. You know, did I deserve them? I thought so. But I didn't get the apologies. And if I got some, it was barely what I thought I would get from certain people. But that's okay. Don't get me wrong on this. There are plenty of you out there that I still have in my little Rolodex in my head who deserves to get a carpenter's nail shot through their kneecap. And you know who you are. And every and you're, and until you change and figure out what the fuck you are, you're always going to be that person to someone else. I just no longer have the bandwidth to hold on to certain things that bring down my, you know, my my inner peace. I just don't care enough to be involved with things or hear about things if they happen to certain like, hey, bro, did you hear that that guy you hate, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I don't fucking care. Don't even bring it up. I don't care. But this is for for my peace. So I can walk around, light on my feet about it because I put it in the hands of somebody else. Whether that be God or the universe or whatever, I put it in the hands of somebody else so I could no longer, I no longer needed to carry that weight. And another thing that I learned along this road is that if you have even one friend that stays down for you, stay down for them. Not if that fucker is a drunk mess that just keeps showing up and dragging you back to a fucking party that you know you don't want to be in, but that's your boy, so you're just going to go out and have a fucking few and come home at 4 o'clock in the fucking morning and ruin the rest of your fucking night, or ruin your day because you're up till fucking 4. Not some fucking loser who won't just go away, but if you have, like, one fucking person that has weathered the mental and emotional and physical storms that we all come with, And you're able to express those things with them and them with you. Hold on to that fucking person. If they still show up after your own shit show, you fucking hold on to that person. That's your fucking ride or die and you hold true to that person. Because honestly, like, likely you're not going to find that again. I can count on one hand the closest people in my life. I can count on two hands the people that I would be very devastated if I lost them. But the real ride or die people are on one hand of my life or one hand of my body. And those are the only ones that are in my life where I go, you say when and we'll go, motherfucker, because because I said when and they and they and they came with me. You know what I mean? The last thing on this is that like. You guys hear me talk about this all the time, and it's just because I'm in constant pursuit of it, so I want you to feel like you should be as well or that you could be as well. Go after your fucking goals, man. All of them. A lot of them won't hit, and I don't mean to discourage you about that, but a lot of them won't. But the pursuit of anything gives you more knowledge for the next thing. And eventually you might find that all the failed attempts brought you to this, like, Something that you thought you'd never do. 
Okay, you learned a little bit of this here, then you learned a little bit of that there, and then you worked at this job for that long, you worked at that job for that long, you don't know how to trust people like this because this happened to you, and blah, 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 and things in your life, all of it can kind of simmer and move and, and homogenize and become something of purpose and fulfillment, and bam, you find your fucking niche, man. Getting your head stuck in the idea that you have to be one way because of your age or where you think you are. I have to work this many hours and make this much money. That shit is out the fucking door. It's out the fucking window. Every failed attempt and everything that you've ever tried has gained you more knowledge. And a lot of people look at their lives as I have failed in all these things. I must be a failure. And you're not failing. You're gathering that arsenal of knowledge for when the big thing comes. But you have to be on the pursuit of that big thing or else you're not get, you're not going to know where to look to see little signs that you might be heading in the right fucking direction. But just think about that, man. They all homogenize and come together and then fucking boom. Purpose and fulfillment, baby. What does that look like for you? Is that the $25 million mark that I always say? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just financially free and you don't got to worry about gas or the lights being turned off. It doesn't matter what it is, but if you don't go for it, it's like you can't win if you don't play. It's like the whole thing about playing the lottery, right? So what does 40 look like for me? Honestly, it's just another day of chasing my goals. I don't want to sound cliche. I don't want that to come up like across like, like, oh, this fucking guy or whatever. But honestly, like the day that I wake up and I'm 40 tomorrow, I'm going to go to the gym I'm going to drink my fucking protein shake. I'm going to get my stretches in. I'm going to do my emails. I'm going to make all the phone calls that I have to make. And I'm going to get my critical tasks done that I say that I do every single day. You guys don't see what I do every day. I have five to seven critical tasks that must happen every single day. And once those are accomplished, even on Christmas, even on fucking Valentine's, not Valentine's Day. I just said that because it's right around the corner. Like my birthday, any day, I get those critical tasks done first. And then it's the time to be like a lazy piece of shit or go watch a fucking movie or take a fucking nap if I want to. As long as I get those tasks done, it's all gravy, baby. All of it, you know. And so 40 is going to have a, a great night. It's going to be a great night. We got a, a, a bunch of people heading over. We're going to do some ribs and shit. Probably fucking sip on a little bit of uh, Jameson sitting outside smoking a cigar with some buddies. It's going to be fucking great, man. Me and my sister, we're turning 40, man. It's a big deal because it's a new decade. It's not a big deal because it's 40. You know, I have gained the right people and lost the right people along this journey of my life, honestly. And where I'm at now is I seek no forgiveness from anybody who I fucked over in the past. I've already said my sorries to myself. If I haven't said my sorries to you, you don't get them anymore. It's been too long. Let it go. And I've forgiven all of those who have done me wrong as well. There's a finite amount of time on this earth for each individual that walks this earth. It's smaller than a grain of fucking sand. And it's shorter than the blink of the universe's eye. When you think about the grand cosmos of time, your life is absolutely insignificant to the spanning of time but it is so inherently important the time you spend here to make your mark. One in 400 trillion chance of you becoming a human from sperm. 
an absolute miracle that you're even fucking here. I also think to myself a lot, it's not for me to say who votes how or what issues to take a stand on. I simply don't care anymore. I stand for what works in my sense of the world. I know how I'm going to vote. I know what I'm going to pay for because you say, they say you vote with your money. So I'm not going to pay for things that I disagree with. I'm not going to go to see a movie that I know is a bunch of woke fucking bullshit trash. I'm not going to support things in my life that I don't stand for. I'm not going to be outside with a fucking picket sign telling people to not fucking do what it is that they want to fucking do because I'm not some fucking asshole. I have learned a lot of patience and a lot of calm in, in my time here. And whatever you think is right for you in your life, I'm here to talk to the killers that want to get better in their life, have a little bit of humility in what it is that they need to fucking do, the things that they need to get rid of in their life to live a better life. And it's not for me to say who votes what way or what to take a stand on. I simply do not care anymore. If I if I speak on America or I speak on the things that I believe in, that's one thing. But I'm never going to tell anybody they're wrong because eventually one day it might come down to bullets to the face. And I'm going to be on the side of the people that have the guns, man. I don't even care. I might even lose some listeners for saying that. And I don't care because I'm 40 and I don't care. Listen, we all have an internal compass. We all do. And we know the truth from lies if we're bold enough to, like, truly think for ourselves and dissect data and not just believe everything the squawk box on the, on the fucking television, all those people on the news, okay? We all die one day, man, all of us. There are endless avenues that we can take in our life, and I hope you choose the right ones and you do some cool shit in this life. Doesn't, but it doesn't matter the avenues that you take, man. All avenues lead to the end, and the end is all the same for all of us. So just do yourselves a favor and just hug the people that you love and forgive the others, man. Because I'm 40 and I feel 18 and I feel 26 and I feel 30 and sometimes my shoulder hurts, but I'm good, baby. I'm raring to fucking go and I am just getting fucking started, man. I love you guys. Happy birthday to me and uh, we'll see you next week.